You look nervous. <laughs> you nervous? A little bit. You nervous? That's so interesting. You know, you'd think I would just when I imagine you in my head, I imagine it's the type of girl that doesn't get nervous. That's yeah. <laughs> the opposite. Are you shy? Perfect for radio, <laughs> huh? Another offering from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Hello and welcome to Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host Ari Manis. If you're not familiar with the show, I have guests come in, comedians, porn stars in today's case. They talk about their problems, the therapy session, if you will. And I give them advice. And if you're wondering, Ari, what what do you know? Why are you giving advice? Yeah, you're right. I'm not a licensed therapist. I wasn't a psychology major. I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice. But you know what? I care. Now, today we have, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, Bailey Brooks. No, it's just Brooke. Brooke. Bailey Brooke in the podcast studio today. She's never been here at the comedy store. She requested no cameras. She came down, probably doesn't know why she's here. <laughs> probably just got a, a message from her publicist saying, go do this. Yeah. She came down into the dark basement. We've never done this before. She had no idea what she was walking into. No idea. No concept of the show. No nothing. But now that I've explained it to you, everyone has problems, right? I got mm-hmm. problems. You got problems. Everyone's got problems. So why are you here? What's going on with you? Um. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know. I don't even know my problems. You could also, you know, this is called unlicensed therapy. Sometimes it's not about your problems. Sometimes it's about fixing other people's problems. What would you say to a girl if she said, Bailey, I've been watching you online on Twitter and I admire your work. I want to, I kind of want to get into that line. What advice would you give to a young girl? Go back to school. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> You'd say don't, porn. don't, don't skip the porn industry. Yeah. What, and why aren't you into the porn industry then? Um, I'm into it if it's the route you're going, but I feel like someone who hasn't gotten into it, there's always more options. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things like, once you're in, you're in for life. You right. know, even if you quit, it's always out there. Right. So I, w- I would always ask, like, if you have other options, you take know, them. take them first. And if nothing else works. So then- basically just make sure that your heart is really into it because yeah, you can't, you're on the Internet forever. Yeah, you can't be like wanting to do it for the money and not want people to find out because they'll always find out. They're so going to find ha- out. You yeah. have to really want people to know. Now, when you originally went into the adult entertainment industry, were you trying to keep it a secret from your friends and family or you knew and right away you're just open about it? 
I was very open about it because um, I was already webcamming mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I'm from a family that's just open, you know, um, open minded, mm-hmm. doesn't really care. So I was all about it. I was like, I want to do Playboy. Like, I wanted to do Playboy since I was like 10 years old. That's right. So, Did you get to do it? Playboy? Mm-mm. Not yet. No. Didn't they just go back to nude? They took yeah. away nude and now they're bringing it back because yeah, everyone's like, back. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so so you were very always open about it, even when you were into just camming. You were, you were open about it with your friends and family. Yeah. And that's pretty cool that you have a supportive family. I would have. I would imagine most people don't have that. Yeah, I'm very lucky. And how how's the money? Is the money good, or is it what people think, or is the money hard? Um, the money's the good, point? but I guess um, I was just talking about this the other day with a friend, and apparently a lot of people think porn stars make more. Like, if you were to walk up to someone and ask them, "Hey, how much do you think a girl makes to shoot a video?" It's like five times more than we actually make. Right. Which is crazy because we make a lot. But but not uh, that much. Not that much because you know porn's free. You don't have to pay for porn. Right, anymore. it's not so what it used is, to yeah, be. Yeah, so the budget is not what it used to be. But it's still good. It's so since porn doesn't pay as good. It's still good, but doesn't pay as what it used to. Would you say there's still about the same amount of girls in porn, or would you say there's more girls in porn, less girls in porn? There's a lot more, which is another reason the budget is so mm-hmm. low because anyone can do it, and girls are like so desperate nowadays girls will do it for like half the rate so they're like oh well we'll just take this girl who will do it you know for way less than we were offering Mm -hmm. so it puts a lot of other people out of work why do you think that is that there's so many more girls in porn nowadays i feel like porn's not really looked down on as much it's so open and you can and also it is kind of hard to find like if you just do a couple of scenes like, there's so much porn out there. Unless everyone knows your stage name, it can be hard to find. Mm-hmm. So I feel like girls are like, oh, I'll just go make some money. Out. Yeah. But a lot of girls stick with it because it is fun. You get to travel and you get paid decent money. So I don't know. I feel like it's just something. And a lot of people aren't going to school now either. Like, I feel like it's more common for people not to go to college. So it's kind of like a fallback job now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'll just go do porn. Right. Now... When you got into it, are there any problems that have arisen that you didn't see happening? Uh, is it Do you have a trouble getting booked? Is there booking problems? Is there any issues that stress you out? Agents. Agents. I, I am like the biggest agency whore there is. Like I've been with all of them mm-hmm. and I hate, I hate agents. It's one of the most stressful. Like it's one of those things that's an industry where you don't need an agent but most girls think they do so they get stuck in these like three to five year contracts and they'll just like make your life hell and then of course like I ended up owing people money because I'm like oh three-year contract fuck that I'm, I'm going to someone else and then I'm in d- under a contract with someone else and then I'm like oh I don't like you either so it gets really so you're, messy. You, then you owe because what's an agent percentage 10 percent 15%. 15%. So then you, if you're signed on two contracts, that means 30% of your money technically no. is going away or you just... It's technically illegal to mm-hmm. be under contract with two agents Got at it. the same time. So you have to pay a buyout, to end, which is also kind of illegal for an agent to even do. But it's one of those situations where you can't fight it because no other agency is going to you know, like help you because they want to buy out too. And they're like, oh, if you don't pay their buyout, you won't pay our buyout. So we're not going to help you. So 
it's one of those things where it's not legal. Are you allowed to talk still, about this buyout? Is it several thousand dollars? Is it an expensive thing? Um, it's it varies depending mm-hmm. on the agency and the girl. Like okay. my buyout when I fi- I signed with one of my agents, it was a thousand dollars to end my contract. And okay, that was only on for a year, which is still a lot, and not maybe a crazy amount of money, but it's a decent a yeah. chunk of change. A thousand bucks but isn't a joke. I wanted to end my contract four months before it was over, and he comes at me like. Oh, you're too valuable now. So you have to pay me $5,000 to end your contract. And I was four months out. So I ended up paying 2500 Damn. to end it. So, so here's the bigger question is, why do you hate these agents? Why, what did, why did you want to leave four months early? Um, well, the thing is, like when you have an agent, every agent has beef with certain companies. So no matter who you're with, it keeps you from getting booked because companies won't book a girl depending on their agent got it they don't want to work with that person yeah like conflicts between agencies and And there's a lot too there's so much that goes on in the industry so so you basically exhaust the one agent's companies and you're like well now i'm not working so i need to go with this next agent if i'm going to get work yeah you run out of connections and i imagine they don't tell you ahead of time this company doesn't like me because they don't want you Mm -hmm. not to sign with them so they go oh no all the companies like me you're going to be fine we're going to be working a long time and then you sign with them oh no you can't work with this company yeah pretty much or they'll just tell you oh i don't know i haven't heard from them they don't want to book you or they haven't gotten back to me and then, like, a couple of weeks later, they'll hit you up on Twitter, like, hey, are you allowed to self-book? Because I've been trying to book you, and your agent won't book with us. And it's like, oh, really? Because they were telling me that you didn't want to book me. And then it's, like, this big issue. And then agents don't want girls to self-book either. So it just keeps... Do they not want... It now, do they not want you to self-book because then they don't get a piece of that? Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Yeah. And then why... If they reached out to that agent to book you, why did they not want you to book just because they have beef with that company personal personal stuff that's so lame so now that you've experienced that and like you said you've gone to all the different agencies are you doing it all on your own now yeah you are and do you like that a lot better yeah is it is a lot of work though booking do you need a do you have an assistant or you've been managing yourself i have an assistant but it doesn't help too much because most of the time when i say i self-book they want to talk to me directly Mm -hmm. so um it is really stressful and the work does thin out because you have to be able to constantly be in contact with everyone. And I hate emailing people. I hate talking on the phone. And then, like, I'll email someone. And it's too much for me personally to remember. Someone will text me, and I have their name saved in my contacts. And I'm like, okay, I have your name, but I still have no idea who you are. I don't remember you. And they're like, hey, you want to come shoot with us? And I'm like... Well, I can't say yes because I have no idea who this is or what the rate is or what I'm going to walk into. And I've had their number so long, it's weird to ask, like, yeah, who are you? And then they're like, oh, my name's Bob or my name's Ken. And I'm like, yeah, I know that, but... How did we meet again? <laughs> yeah, who, yeah. Who can you, you send me a picture? Oh, I still don't recognize you. Like, yeah, I imagine. So, like, tell me even the process of maybe getting here today. So you have a you have a publicist. Yeah. Why did you decide to get a publicist? Um, I feel like the one thing that agents never did, even if I still had an agent, I should have a PR for you know the interviews and then the award shows is mainly. Um, 
her expertise expertise she gets um, you what a job at the award shows yeah signing um the red carpet passes and then uh nominations for awards and stuff like that and then does it work where publicists get a percentage of what they get you is what kind of like an agent or do they get a flat rate a flat rate okay that's cool so how's that working out do you like the publicist yeah um i'm still pretty new to it but it's been working out so. that's cool so they just so she just said Show up at the comedy store. You got an interview <laughs> yeah. at this time. That's cool. And so, but you you bring your protection. Yeah. Your bodyguard. Your is this your boyfriend? Yeah, my here driver. in the studio. Your driver slash boyfriend. Yeah. That's cool. And so I have a question. How did how did you guys meet? Um, we met when I first went down to Miami. He was a server. Oh, a waiter at, in <laughs> yeah. Miami. Yeah. And so, did you make? Did he make the move to L.A. to be with you? Yeah. That's pretty exciting. My girlfriend and I just moved in with each other. We've been together for for two months. How long did you guys know wow. each other? Um, when we first moved into when we moved in together, we knew each other for like how long? Like two months, three months, two. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this is probably a common question. I don't know how, how many podcasts have you done, by the way. Have you done a bunch of these? This is my first one. This is your first podcast. Yeah. Wow, honored. So, this is probably a question you'll be getting a lot. How does how do you with your industry and your line of work? How does that affect your relationship? Obviously, he has to be okay with it. Um, it's really hard sometimes, but we're both um, even outside of the industry really open people. Mm-hmm. So we like to have fun. Um, you know, it's not one sided. He's performed a little bit too, Got and it. we're you know honest with each other we still have our like even with open relationships you still have to like draw the line somewhere so what's the line for you guys where what's not cool for you to do um going out on dates with other people spending too much like quality time so basically like emotional involvement yeah so if it's just physical you'd be like i'm just gonna go fuck this guy that's fine yeah and and, (laughs) okay and and vice versa it's fine for him to say i'm gonna go fuck this chick but i imagine it's harder for him to fuck chicks than it is for you to fuck dudes yeah just because i'm a guy so i know it's not (laughs) it's not quite the same um that's that's pretty interesting that's an interesting dynamic have you guys ever gotten to a big fight about about you fucking another guy not really just because we don't that much even though we're in an open relationship it's usually only work-based or it's the two of us fucking a girl together or going to an orgy or something so basically he's got it made he's got the dream life yeah so okay i'm so curious uh, i've never been to an orgy i have uh i'm not in, in that world at all uh are these like orgies for the porn industry or are these just orgies uh in the industry Everyone so they're has like to be indi- there's industry orgies yeah. they're not they're not like you go to a random house that there's an ad for on the internet yeah, no. and it's just a shitload of people yeah you usually have to be a performer you have to be a performer and then do they film these things too are these scenes or are these just for fun these are Um, just funsies people use their phone and they'll take videos and snapchat and stuff but that's pretty much it and everyone's cool because they're all performers they don't care who snapchats but you don't get paid to go to these orgies no this is just purely for fun yeah just for fun and what's now is there someone like there's obviously someone organizing these orgies. Mm-hmm. Who organizes <laughs> Who organizes orgies? Um, I guess it would be like random couples in the industry. Um, I don't know if they would want me to say their names. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to say names. I was just curious, yeah. like what type of person. So if if uh, have you guys ever thought about organizing an orgy? Yeah, we've we've thought about it. 
Um, it's a lot of work, though. I don't like to do work <laughs> if I don't have to. So. Do you guys have a house or uh, do you guys live in an apartment together? We have a house. A house. So you have the location. Mm-hmm. Just the organizational work to get the orgy yeah, going. It's just like making the ad and texting people. Yeah, sending it around. <laughs> and then, like, of course, if you get that, like, one loser guy where you're always like, how is he even in the industry? Like, ugh. Well, and then couldn't you make it, um, like, in these? So, so that's... Uh, an interesting question. Why don't they just make it to where you have to be on the list to participate in the orgy? That way, this guy, hey, you're not on the list. Sorry, yeah. guy. You could. You could do that. Um, I think normally what people do is they like just throw ads up on Twitter and then they're like inbox for the location. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and then they only yeah. send location. But and then, then if it's someone they don't like, they're like, oh, sorry, you know, it, it got rescheduled or, you know, let them down easy or just be like, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, we're at max capacity. Yeah, I would imagine you also have to keep a ratio because probably every guy yeah. performer hits you up for the address, but then only yes. 10 girls are it, like, I want to do that. Yeah, it's one of those things where like guys usually can't come by themselves. It's like you mm-hmm. can come with a girl or... <clears throat> like for every guy there has to be like two girls or something like that interesting wow what a wild what a wild <laughs> life you guys live that's pretty interesting so the money's the money's decent you guys got a house out in la where are you from originally i'm from virginia virginia and so did you you moved here for this industry specifically yeah when you you said you started in camming was that in virginia or was that out you were yeah, moved here okay that was in virginia and then, so did it work where someone just kind of offered you something to move here or did you just make the move on your own? Um, an agent hit me up. I had a bunch of agents hitting me up and I was telling my mom about it and she was like, no, it's fake. It's sex trafficking. You're going to be kidnapped as soon as you get off the flight and all this crazy stuff. She actually psyched me out. I kept putting mm-hmm. it off for like a year. And finally, um, an agent, Matrix Models, here in LA hit me up and they were telling me how much I could make a month. And my flight and my stay is all covered. They paid for all that. They paid for everything. And I was like, do it. And he actually bought me a flight from um, Norfolk, Virginia, all the way to L.A. four times because I had never left the state. And I chickened out three times. Wow. Yeah. And That's were, commitment. Yeah, they were round trip tickets, too. I felt so bad. <laughs> and then I was like, I promise I'll get on this time. And every time I was just like, I actually went to the airport and then I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I imagine that's scary, especially you've never met the guy. You don't know. He's yeah. just flying you out. That's pretty weird. It was weird. So relationship's good. Your job's good. What about any issues with uh, friends or family? Um, you have any falling outs from from entering this industry? You have any friends that are like, I can't be friends with you anymore. You're a porn star. I actually just don't have friends because you have I'm no friends. Sh- I have no. What friends. about other girl porn girls? Well, I have maybe four girls that I would call my friends, mm-hmm. but I still, when it comes down to it, they're not really my friends. Like I would never hang out. I don't hang out with anyone. That kind of makes me sad. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I have a girlfriend. I get it. It's uh, that's probably the most important person to me. I have my family. I love them, but like friends are very important to me hanging out it's good for my peace of mind sometimes you got to get away from the partner you got to go hang out have a girl's night so how is that um that's i imagine is a big struggle not having girlfriends why why did you choose not to have friends why don't i mean i know you could make friends um well i try sometimes i like meet girls on tinder they're always like super feminist well you can't you can't meet girls on tinder because (laughs) then they're not your friends and they just want to fuck you yeah i figured that out (laughs) it Um, everyone in the industry 
competes with each other. Everyone wants to be the best. Everyone wants to be the next breakthrough star and go to mainstream. You know, everyone wants their name to be known. And if, like, I'm friends with someone and I have, like, a couple thousand more followers on Twitter than they do, they secretly hate me, you know? So it's all just So it's a a little... I mean, I'm a comedian. I get that we kind of have that same thing where there's definitely competition, but there's still an underlying... It's like a friendly competitiveness. Deep down, of course, we want to beat out that person, have more followers than that person, but not. I don't hate the person with more yeah. followers. I'm I'm jealous is a better word. But and with porn, it's it's a yeah, little more. It's really different. People intense. backstab. Like there's so much heat on Twitter right now too. Like people coming out and saying they're gonna do like tell-alls about agencies, about other girls, about their time, and half of it's just lies. And people are constantly trying to get fame from talking shit, you know, like they they want to make up the most bizarre story so they can get a reality TV show or something, you know, right. It's so it's just all for personal gain. So I don't want to talk shit about anyone here. What I want to know, who do you think the next breakout adult performer is who's who's going to reach that goal, get to the mainstream level? Who do you think's the hot the hot Mm -hmm. bitch in the town right now? It's kind of hard to say because the industry now with so many people being in it, I feel like there's pretty much like a really level playing field and nobody's really big anymore for being a porn star. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the most famous porn star I could think of. There was like Sasha Gray, but she doesn't do porn anymore. There's Alexis Texas, but I think she's reached her... Her height. height. Yeah, yeah. she's not expanding anymore or doing anything. Yeah, different. Asa Kira, does she still do porn? She's she's kind so. of famous. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've, I had her in here one time for a different podcast. She was pretty cool. Um, well, that's well, that's hard. I, I mean, I think my advice for you so far is you got to get some girlfriends. I, I imagine it's hard because... It's hard to relate to people with yeah. the line of work you do. I mean, I I find that even with the line of work I do, that it's hard to relate to people who work a nine to five job. They just yeah. don't get it, or I don't get it. I don't get why they would do that to themselves. That's the, that's why I can't be friends <laughs> yeah. with them. I'm like, you don't. It's hard to relate. What about? Do you do any dancing around town? The strip no, clubs? I've no, I've never stripped. Um, I'm gonna start feature dancing next year. And that's basically feature dancing is basically stripping, but you get paid more because you're a porn star. And yeah. People come out to see you, you. You travel. They advertise it for a while. They get you like your flyers, your banners. They pay for your flights, your hotel, and then you get a flat rate per hour plus your tips. Flat rate per hour. Wow. And now, so when you go and do this, since you've never stripped before, I imagine that's like are are you a good dancer is this a new skill are you gonna practice are you just gonna go wing it (laughs) um i'm actually about to start taking pole dancing classes i'm a good dancer but i have really bad balance so if they let me do it barefoot i'll be okay they'll probably let you do whatever you want (laughs) my cousin uh she's not it's interesting because she's uh she lives in denver now but she's a professional pole instructor but Every time I tell someone that, they're like, oh, she's like a stripper. And I'm like, no, she just does fitness yeah. pole thing. It's like this whole industry in itself. So that's like a new chapter you're you're getting into is is feature dancing on the road. Mm-hmm. And is and that's mostly, I imagine, is that more to travel or is there a lot of money in that? Um, 
The money, from what I've heard, is really good, but it's mostly just to travel mm-hmm. and then try something new. Yeah. So so you're doing doing that. You got no friends, <laughs> but you don't even care. I don't care. You don't care about having friends. I don't like girls. Like, that's always the experience I've had. They've always been, like, conniving and backstabbing, and I have really bad trust issues Mm -hmm. and then i'm also like the person that competes too so if they're like prettier than me i'm like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) well i feel bad for you i think i think that's something you should work on i I truly do i think you should get some friends i think it would make you healthier and happier and not do you find that your happiness depends on how you're doing in your career like if you're having a month where you don't get booked a lot are you just does that depress you yeah <laughs> yeah. So so I I I this happens a lot in comedy too. A lot of my comedy friends where their happiness is solely dependent upon their career. If they're not getting booked on shows, if they don't book this audition for a TV show, then there that lets them up, up, that upsets them very much and I think it's very important to get to a place where your career is something that you care about, but it's not what defines your happiness in life you have to be happy with your boyfriend with your personal relationships with your belongings with your all those other things i think that's very important what are your hobbies what are your your things you do outside of work um mostly just working out and hiking and then when i'm not working i'm technically still working because um, when i'm not booked with companies i'm contracted with pornhub so i'm like shooting amateur videos at home Oh, and then those get uploaded so, to yeah, Pornhub, and then they buy them off me. So, uh, so uh, does that? Would you say that is equally as important to your finances as these big companies, yes. if not more so? Yeah. Interesting. And you do that on the side. You sell. Do you do like you do like custom videos and all mm-hmm. that? Do you yeah. do Skype sessions, yeah. all that fun stuff? Yeah. And have you find which which do you like more? Do you like going and doing these professional scenes, or do you like doing stuff at home? Um. I like doing stuff at home, but I prefer doing like big budget features, like acting, being on set all day. And why do you prefer that? Just because it's kind of fun, or? Well, I guess it is because I don't have friends, but I see like crews as my family. Like I'm really happy when I'm on set and goofing around with the crew and stuff. So, so you found that they're pretty laid back people. There's they're yeah. cool. That's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I totally get that when you're on set. It's fun. You you make friends with all the people on set. Yeah. You're working together. You're with each other all day for weeks at a time or whatever it yeah. is, whatever the shoot is. I noticed you were doing a promotion to where people could buy a raffle ticket to come out and do a scene with you. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. Well, it started when I was webcamming. I was webcamming with this girl, uh, Casey Cash. She's huge. She webcams on like four or five different sites at once and she makes crazy money and when I met her she came up with the idea of doing a drawing to pick one of her fans um, and fly them in to meet her or us because we were webcamming together at the time and it started bringing in so much money she was like well how about we just do a vacation to Las Vegas with each raffle and we'll fly them out to meet us and do something crazy like go watch a show and you know see the strip and then 
you know, but at the time it was one of those raffles where it's like, you know, don't ask about sex. That's not part of it. It's not guaranteed. It's just a vacation. It's just to meet a fan. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, why not? You know, um, if we get them tested and they're clean Mm -hmm. and we shoot the scene within two days of them being tested, just like anyone else that joins the industry who has to be tested, um, then why not? Like, I can't remember who it was, but there was someone in the industry a while back who shot a scene with one of her fans because he told her that he was a virgin. So she took his virginity and they made a scene together and it was huge. And I always thought that was so cool. So I was like, um, I want to pick one of my fans and I want to shoot a movie with them and then upload the movie and just. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would obviously get your fans excited not to mention selling all those raffle tickets. Yeah. I did the math. That's a that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. What what about don't you have the fear that you're going to pick the winner and it's going to be some 300 pound disgusting man? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't judge too Has much. Has that happened There's... to you before in 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 like going to do a scene or whatever and you show up and you're just so disgusted but you just have to do it. You just have to fuck this it's weird guy. Once or twice. The good thing about the industry is you know, they use attractive guys. Right. It usually happens to me because I don't like big dicks. So I'll show up on set and the dick is like too Huge. much. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, now I'm going to have to cancel my scene tomorrow and the next day. <laughs> you know, but um, as far as this raffle, I guess it's one of those things that I knew I would have to. Potentially. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's not that big of a deal. I feel like that's even better because you know more people can relate to that even when I shoot scenes I'm always asking I'm like why why isn't there more average guys or bigger guys in the industry because I feel like that porn would sell more because guys don't want to watch somebody else that's a dick you know twice the size of theirs or is super hot fucking a super hot chick they want to watch an average guy fucking a 10. Yeah that makes sense. Seems like you have a pretty good grasp on the industry. Seems like you're pretty knowledgeable and smart on that topic. Are there any other industries you would get into if you weren't into adult entertainment? Uh, Mainstream, for sure. Um, I've done a few, well, one music video, and I was in a TV show with Dr. Dre that's coming out soon. Oh, cool. But um, So do you have have an acting agent, too? I don't. You I don't. don't have a mainstream. I'm on backstage, and I've gotten a mm-hmm. few offers for like auditions and stuff. Got it. But I don't really. I feel like I don't really have time, you know, because mm-hmm. the thing about mainstream is like once you get a part, it's like porn scenes take four hours. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you booked a if you booked a part, you would have to yeah. take a hiatus. Yeah, I would have to cancel for any sure. scenes that come up mm-hmm. and like really devote myself to that part Mm -hmm. so i really appreciate you coming into my podcast on licensed therapy i i really hope that you go out there and you try and make some friends but it seems like overall you you have a pretty healthy state of mind you're having fun you're in a relationship you have a house you're focused on your career you're drinking a healthy smoothie (laughs) you're doing the right thing do you have anything else you'd like to plug or promote or get advice on no, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with the, the advice you've given me. So. Cool. And is there any advice you'd want to give to people out there? Uh, porn is good. You should watch more porn. Pay for your porn. 
pay for porn. <laughs> That's the advice. Pay quit for your quit porn. streaming it. Even though she works for Pornhub. I work for the good part. <laughs> I uh, guess Pornhub <laughs> has a uh, a paid version. Yeah. Most of their yeah. clips actually it's like you can watch a few minutes of it and then you have to follow the link and subscribe. Right, and if you pay. want the full length yeah. version. Except, they're getting better. Yeah, except most people don't. They're like, ah, oh, the ten minute version's they all get I need. off before. Yeah, I can't. They're it like, doesn't. Oh. It doesn't take me thirty minutes to get off. Yeah, no. All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Bailey. Uh, I enjoyed talking to you, and I wish you nothing but success in this industry. Have a good day. Thank you. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari Mendes.